Hello, people. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme. Talking today about two articles from Science Magazine, 5, or correction, 9 February 2024, page 573. First one will go with Superheating Method Raises Hopes for Laser Fusion. Well, there's many different steps you got to go through to fuse hydrogen in these new plants they've been building. Well, they've been trying to get fusion, and one of the steps they've been going through is using lasers to excite other atoms to create x-rays and using x-ray lasers to heat up the little ball of hydrogen to make it fuse. Well, they're eliminating the step to turn into x-rays and just using lasers. Well, by eliminating a step, it eliminates a little bit of loss and makes it a slightly more efficient. So it's a good step in the right direction. I think it could be done a lot better than they're currently doing it. If you take extra, if you take a laser and run on a laser by an atom, and a laser is positive, negative, north and south. Well, if you take the negative part of the laser and have it focused right next to an atom, that negative part can replace one of the electrons in that atom. Well, with hydrogen, you've got one electron. So, and because a laser is regular in, in frequency, Every negative can be a proton, just a naked proton sitting there. And as you increase the frequency of the laser, these protons will get closer and closer together. Instead of having electron shells around them, keeping them apart, you can now move them closer and closer together. And multiple lasers with multiple negatives you can create a little three-dimensional cage, essentially, and bring the protons much, much closer together before hitting, being hit with that very high-energy pulse of random laser light, slamming them together, causing fusion. And if you can get them to start closer together without those pesky electrons in the way, we should be able to get much more efficient fusion. Let's uh, hope they figure that one out. And then, second article, Burned Scroll Muses on Pleasure. All right, there's a 2,000-year-old scrolls from a library, a library of scrolls that were near Pompeii. When Pompeii exploded, Mount Vesuvius, and burned the scrolls, but it buried them in ash. So the scrolls are still there. They're just, well, ash. And if we can, they've been using an MRI to peer inside of the scrolls 
and read the different layers. And they've been starting to read the scrolls. And I says, well, if you take and let's say put ethylene gas around them very slowly, replace the oxygen and nitrogen gas with ethylene, and then slowly increase the pressure until it becomes a liquid, and then increase the pressure until it becomes a solid, and under those incredibly high pressures and low temperatures, take that solid and slowly slice it off, we should be able to get slices thinner than the burnt papyrus so we can lay out and have a computer read what the scroll said. Uh, a lot of complicated steps in the process. But if we've got all these scrolls, and I think they said there was, yeah, more than two houses, uh, 2,000 characters. Uh, can't remember where it said, but I believe there was about 2,000 scrolls in there. Well, that's a lot of scrolls and a lot of writing from right around 79 um, AD. Well, that's a lot of writing. Uh, if we can get those scrolls and get them read, a lot of the day-to-day um, -day stuff might be in there. But if it was a library, it might be important works. Heck, there might even be new stuff from Plato or Aristotle or some of the old Greek philosophers because those guys were still important at that time. And, of course some you know grocery lists let's see what they were eating so i find that interesting they're using x-rays and mris to try to read these scrolls well let's hope with the delicate enough mri they can read it in three dimensions and read the entire scroll and if they can do it that way well, we don't have to use ethylene gas or other substances to solidify it so we can peel it and unroll it. If delicateness is delicate, and if it's been burned and it's very, very old, it has to be treated extremely delicately. So let's hope an MRI works. And we can read those old, old scrolls. I think it's interesting that we should, we could be able to read those. We may find nothing important at all. But the importance is making our method of finding stuff better and more refined. Knowledge is always valuable. And of course, that laser thing nuclear fusion will produce a lot of energy in a central location you're going to have 
centralized power, centralized power generation, leads to more centralized government and more government control of stuff. So, of course, the government's pushing for that. I'm opposed to it, as I've talked about before on this podcast. You can make your own fusion, fission reactor in your basement and generate all the power you want. So, thank you very much for listening. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.